April. Uh, Oblivion, which is a Tom Cruise starring vehicle, uh, came out earlier this year. Um, and it's based on planet Earth in the future where planet Earth has been irradiated beyond livability. And uh, the <laughs> fairly complex and involved scenario is aliens land on the planet. Um, aliens actually, sorry, destroy the moon, uh, causing earthquakes and volcanoes and, and tsunamis on Earth. And then they land and attack the human population. And the human population fights back by setting off all the nuclear bombs they can find and win the war but make Earth unlivable. And then all the surviving humans go and live on this space station hovering just off the Earth. And the only way they can get power is for certain people to maintain these huge power generation, hydro power generating devices on Earth, um, which uh, they basically... They're fully automated, but they need a human element in order to uh, do maintenance and also to patrol because some of the aliens that attacked are still on Earth hiding out and attack their facilities and try and take them down. So it's a fairly convoluted opening scenario. And Tom Cruise lives on this uh, rather fetching floating house high above the Earth with his partner, um, who is Andrea Rizabora. Uh, who I've not heard of before, and they have this kind of unusual relationship. They are lovers, but there's something in the air there, and you do pick up on that. And he's got a life dominated by flashbacks, and there are large parts of the Earth he's unable to go to due to the irradiation of the planet. And um, I won't spoil it because it does it's very plot-based, but he does end up meeting up with Morgan Freeman, who tries to open his mind a little bit. I should point out he's uh, on a five-year tenure with his missus and they're alone for that entire time only on a video com link with this uh, floating space station and at the start they have their memories wiped in order that if they fall into the wrong hands they can't give away any detrimental information and really to give any further stuff out would spoil the plot. It's an oddball film. Um, it's got that kind of almost John Carter feel about it where it hasn't quite worked. But saying that, it's a much tighter film than John Carter or anything like that. And it does reference an awful lot of science fiction movies. One of the ones I thought was closest was a low-budget, outstanding low-budget sci-fi film from a couple of years ago, maybe even four or five years ago now, called The Moon which really played with the notion of reality very, very effectively. And this is something that this film does as well, almost to the extent in some ways that it reminded me a little of Vanilla Sky. Um, and there's also Matrix is referenced in there. And basically it's following what Tom Cruise knows to be real about his life, his history and the world around him. And it hasn't got very good reviews. I have to say, I thought it was a lot better than that. I actually think I will reflect better on this film than on, well, if the Star Trek film's averaging something like 9 out of 10, this got something like 5 or 6 out of 10, I would actually say this is a better movie. It's got a more intricate and involving plot, a little bit tired given that a lot of the plot elements are stuff that's happened so many times in sci-fi movies. You can almost guess just about everything that happens um, but it's done very well and I have to say visually I was blown away I think it's stunningly beautiful he flies around in these uh, rather angelic looking devices and lives on this amazing bachelor pad floating in the sky 
and the scenery of Earth in it is stunning. It's breathtaking scenery. Um, I don't. It's a cinematography by Claudio Miranda, um, and they've whoever that person is. I've never heard of them before, but they've done a, a, an immaculate job here. Um, it's got enough plot, I thought, to carry it all the way through. I wasn't really bored at any stage. Um, it's only the fact that you kind of know what's going on, but compared to Star Trek, where it's got a real baseline plot that is just like child's sort of narrative, this has actually got a far more convoluted, maybe a little bit too convoluted story. And Tom Cruise is excellent in it. He gives a really strong performance. And I like the fact that there's virtually no one in it. Um, he flies around the Earth. Um, the His partner, Andrea Riesenberg, also is a very good performance. And one of my favourite unsung actresses is Olga Kurlyenko, who um, I thought was absolutely amazing in one of my guilty pleasure movies, The Hitman, or The Hit. No, Hitman. It's just called Hitman, which was derided by critics, but I actually thought was rather good. And I also thought she was very good in another underestimated film, Quantum of Solace, which I thought was a much, much underappreciated Bond film, and she was an excellent character in that as well. So they're pretty much it, and you also get um, Melissa Leo and, of course, Morgan Freeman showing up. And all the performances are fine, particularly Tom and the two female leads, I thought were excellent in it. Um, and the uh, sort of visual design of the of the droids that fly around and the action sequences with them firing off their lasers and stuff like that is is really spectacular and very well done it's quite pretty compared to um say star trek which is very much blunderbuss and a bit more sort of obvious in what you were looking at so given um the disparity between what the critics think of that i'm going to give this a seven and a half out of ten um and i only gave star trek into into darkness a six and a half as i thought it was a, a, a better film and there was a lot about it. It almost had that vibe of Prometheus, but it's a much better film than that, I thought. Anyway, onwards and upwards. That's uh, 7.5 out of 10 for Oblivion. And you're with Julian on the brown note, and this is... Uh, shall I play this one? Oh, will. 